Hi, I'm Seth. And I'm Charlotte. And this is Fool's Errand. A podcast about tarot, astrology, and everything in between. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Fool's Errand. This week, we are discussing, dissecting, and disseminating another card in Major Arcana, the Wheel of Fortune. Um, So yeah, this is the 10th card in the deck. It's sort of like the halfway point just about of the Major Arcana. It's a super interesting card. Very, very important. I would say this is one of the more like big picture, like exclamation point cards in the deck. Um, This is definitely something you want to be very familiar with because I think it's really important to nail this card when you get it. Um, But yeah, um, I'm really excited to just, let's just dive right in. So do you want to start us off with sort of your baseline interpretations? Yeah. um, So I've been thinking about this card a lot in like the past few weeks. I feel like this is a, it's not like an extremely divisive card, but it's a somewhat divisive card. And the Wheel of Fortune kind of has very ambiguous energy. It is very powerful energy and presence, as Seth was saying. Um, Typically, when it shows up in a reading, it's indicative of like a larger cycle, um, some really big shift in a life path or a large decision. It carries like a lot of influence is, I guess, a good word or a good way to describe it. But recently for me, the Wheel of Fortune has sort of meant like looking at situations and viewing yourself sort of as part of a whole kind of remembering to well this is the upright also by the way this is just the upright um interpretation for me but my understanding of the wheel of fortune upright is it kind of is discussing and signifying viewing yourself or viewing a situation really from like the super big picture like just viewing kind of to me this card is is very much in conversation with the idea of like energy and sort of just like the connectedness and oneness of the world and of everything in the world and how there's just a constant flow and everything's always in motion everything's always changing everything's always going through cycles um and the wheel of fortune and in the traditional Raider Waite Smith deck, it's an illustration of like a giant wheel in the sky with all this like symbolism and these animals around it and stuff. To me, like that big wheel, like circling in the sky is just signifying all of that. Like this idea that nothing is ever stuck in one place or one state for forever or for too long. Like everything's always just like shifting. It's kind of like a mess. It sends a message, a couple different messages in my opinion on the one hand there's this idea that like what you do will be done to you like what you put out will be returned to you like this kind of like karmic this or like this idea of karma and like it's encouraging you to kind of like be careful of your intentions be aware that your actions have consequences like your thoughts and words have consequences because whatever you throw out into the universe will enter this cycle and enter this like wheel of things and just kind of be spun around until somehow some way it comes back to you 
Um, so that's like on a personal level, dealing with morality and choice. And then on a broader level, there's the idea that everything is connected. But the Wheel of Fortune is interesting because while it has this like very broad perspective and it's asking the querent to kind of like look at the bigger picture and consider how everything is so intertwined, it also... Um, pays attention to detail and it's also like demonstrating that every single piece in like this giant massive energy puzzle is important and has detail and has a purpose and like is there for a reason in my card that I'm looking at right now it's from the carnival at the end of the world tarot deck um it's a man in a mask and he's like pedaling on a unicycle and also like rolling this like wheel drum thing at the same time. And so he's the focal point, but around him there are these little birds that are equally as important and part of the illustration as he is. And it's kind of similar to the Raider Waite Smith illustration because as I mentioned, there's all these like intricacies and animals and symbolism happening all around. So it's sort of like a card of duality in that sense. It sort of asks you to think about the importance of the little details, but to also not lose sight of the bigger picture and to kind of like learn how to balance those two perspectives in your mind. Obviously, that interpretation can take on a lot of different meanings in a lot of different settings. For me, this has always been a card that's like very dependent on what's around it. Um in a broad sense, it has to do with cycles, but like cycles can refer to anything. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like my my broad overview of this card when it shows up upright. But what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think you hit a lot of really good points um, and a lot of, I think, stuff that's really important to keep in mind when coming up with your own interpretation of the card. I definitely think there's like a sort of a large motif of like, like you said, like karma, like karma's a bitch if you are type of thing. Like what go goes around comes around, like the cyclical nature of justice and um, our spiritual existence, what, where sort of like you reap what you sow and you get what's sort of coming to you. Um, and in that way, I think this is kind of like, this card can oftentimes be sort of like a purity test where like, it's kind of like if you get nervous when you go into a church, like that probably means something about you rather than like the church as an institution, that sort of logic. Um, and I also think for me, this card really serves as a warning. I think that like, at least from, from my sort of spiritual um, upbringing. I was raised Jewish and like our God is like very vengeful and very, like um, aggressive. Like most of the Old Testament is like humans doing something wrong and then God like smiting them or like creating the flood or like turning them into salt. Um, as <laughs> So I definitely think that this card for me at least speaks to this notion that like if you are unwilling to change your behavior like the universe will do it for you but the universe isn't as concerned about like the details or the nuance or your feelings or your safety and so it's sort of to me is like you should probably change your behavior before like the universe essentially stops you from being able to continue to create harm if you're creating harm sort of thing. so instead of like it's kind of like, be careful what you wish for in a sense where it's like, if you're being mean to someone and you get this card, like perhaps like 
you will become mute. And and I mean, obviously, that's a, that's like a really extreme example, but I think that sort of logic of, or like that meaning of like, um, like the things that you may take for granted can be taken away from you generally very, very quickly, almost in an instant. Um, and so it's really important to like cherish and respect those things and those people around you. Um, I also think there's like a, a, a lot of religious undertones in this card. Um, uh, like I'm looking at the Dali deck and, you know, there's like the whole Zodiac symbolism and there's a lot of like uh, religious figures that sort of represent like this spiritual connection between um, the creators of the universe and those who like move the universe forward and our physical existence. And so I think this all, this card can also really represent like a strong connection, um, upright and reverse sort of a disconnection from the spiritual world, which I think is a good transition to upside down. I think given that it's like a wheel to me, the upside down meaning kind of doesn't change that much. I think it takes a more negative, um, sort of aspect or like tone but the whole idea of like a wheel is that it's like symmetrical and looks the same no matter how you turn it or spin it and so i think like i would say the key differences between the two i think is upright is sort of like good luck and downright or up reversed is like bad luck um and i think like they both can definitely mean like turning points or changes or like breaking of a cycle. But I definitely think that upright sort of means in a positive way or like a positive aspect of like change or growth. Whereas reversed means like a downturn or like a a loss of something. But yeah, I think both are like very, very powerful meanings. And I do think that you can interpret either as like good or bad, depending on the cards around them. But what would you say for reversed i agree with everything that you said i think the this idea that like the wheel of fortune is kind of the same in all positions is really true because like we've been talking about like it possesses all of this potential to be both something that's really like rewarding and also something that's really vengeful um and all of the energies that exist in between like joy and reward and like pain and suffering and punishment um so the reversal to me is just more of an aggressive like Seth was saying like you're getting what's coming to you like and it's gonna come soon and it's not gonna be good like that is sort of the immediate message that I get with the reversal but in terms of like if you are doing a reading for someone and this card comes out like for me there's always like a few things that you need to kind of like determine for your querent and so like the first one is kind of like their emotional state and like how they're feeling about things and then the next thing is like what factors are at play here like what are the tangible moving parts in their life that are like affecting their outlooks or how they feel or whatever this reading is talking about and so when you're thinking about like the emotional state of your querent when this shows up in reversal to me this can represent like a disillusionment with um faith of any kind um like you may feel like you're not like if the if the upright is being aware that you are like a being in a sea of like 
other energetic beings that are all kind of in the same current and like there's a higher force that's kind of keeping everything in flow and like you believe and like you have trust in the fact that like what you put out will you will return to you and like your hard work will pay off and your suffering won't be for nothing that sort of thing then the reversal I think can kind of mean like you don't associate with any of that anymore like you may be more inclined to think that like the universe is cruel and random there's no purpose to anything you're just suffering for no reason um like you feel like you you keep getting fucked over like and there's no point to it like you just don't feel like you can win so like that it's for me the reversal in that sense can be like you're just receiving it feels like you're receiving bad karma um and in in spirituality in general people talk about like karmic patterns and particularly this idea of karmic partners which is something I've been like reading about a bit lately but like for people who are into like romantic spirituality like there's this idea that um your karmic partner is someone who comes into your life and that you have like a very intense connection with but it doesn't go well or it doesn't end well or you're not supposed to end up together because you're they're just there to like teach you a lesson that you've like inherited so to speak from your past lives like something that's like karma from a past life like this person comes to you and you have a shitty relationship or whatever happens and then um you learn and grow from it and you move on and so if we're talking about karma in relation to the wheel of fortune the reversal to me can represent that you're in a period of like experiencing that karmic retribution whatever karma from your past life that like has been unaddressed or that you're supposed to address in this life or like lessons you're supposed to take with you um if you're kind of suffering and you're kind of going through it the reversed wheel of fortune can to me be an indicator that like that's what you're experiencing this isn't like It's not that the universe is, like, cruel and punishing you for no reason. It's just that you are experiencing, like, these lessons. Like Seth was saying, like, if you're being mean to someone, then something's going to bite you in the ass and slap you in the face a little bit. And then you're going to be like, oh, I shouldn't be mean anymore. And, like, that's the lesson. So, yeah, that's the biggest thing for me is, like, the lesson has arrived when it's in the reversal. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really agree with that. I would just add one more thing, but I think we kind of covered everything. Um, I, while you were talking about the extremes, I I also think that um, this card can represent emotional extremity as well. Um, sort of like either feeling as though you're like on an emotional ro- roller coaster that like never stops, like you're going up or down, up and down, up and down sort of thing, or just feel like you're like spiraling and you're experiencing a lot of like emotional extremity. Um, so I definitely think that this, this card is, I think a really good, like check-in card. Like if you get this card for another person, it might be good to ask follow-up questions or really pay attention to the cards around it or what position it's in specifically, because I think, um, it can be a really good like insight for you as the reader into sort of like the mindset and the opinions and how that um, Quarant is doing. So I definitely would say this is like for sure a car that you definitely want to be very comfortable with. You definitely want to, I think, use this card as sort of like a, oh, like make sure to pay attention. And yeah, I think also just remain flexible and open 
um, to new interpretations appearing when you're doing your reading. But yeah, that's that's everything I have. Do you have any last words on on this card? No, I think you hit it perfectly. Just yeah, always always look at this card in context to what's around it. All right. Well, thank you all for listening, and we'll you'll hear from us soon. That was this week's episode of Fool's Errand. If you like what you are listening to, make sure to follow us on SoundCloud. We release a new episode every Friday and Monday. And follow us on Instagram at Fool's Errand to stay up to date on new episodes and let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. Thank you so much for listening.